hurry into Mattress Firm. For a limited time, save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $499 value. Or get up to 60% off America's top-rated brands like Sealy Queen mattresses starting at $279.99 or Sleepies at $169.99. In stock for fast delivery only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Welcome to Fear It Goes, the podcast all about taking your fears with you and doing it anyway. I'm your host, Brandy Taylor. Beautiful souls and welcome back to Fear It Goes. We are in the midst of our sex series and I hope you are enjoying this as much as I am because honestly, this has been so fun to bring to you. This series is meant to expand your thoughts and your ideas and push you outside of your boundaries on one of our most powerful energies we move through our body, which is our sexual energy. We have incredible energy sources in our body and sexuality is one of them. And it's also one of the most beautiful ways that we communicate with our partners. So I want you to feel free in the way that you communicate, instead of trapped and buried under the influences of others, whether that be societal, cultural, parental, peers, religion, whichever influence has come in and made decisions for you. Our belief systems are heavily tied to the influences we have around us until we choose what we want. And I think when it comes to sex, you should choose what you want. This is your life and you get to enjoy it or not. So that's one of the reasons why this series is here. And one of the reasons why we're talking so openly and candidly about the things that we like and the things that we don't and where we base our decisions to begin with. So strap on because today we are talking consent. And what does that really mean? Welcome to the sex series on Fear It Goes. Have some fun, expand your horizons, and test your boundaries, because this is what living is all about. So let's explore what it means to have exuberant consent. So what exactly is consent? Well, we're taught in school, consent means yes, right? So we ask for something and someone says yes, that means consent. The issue with consent is that We haven't been taught what exuberant consent means or what excited, absolute consent means. Because we are taught often that if I ask again and again and again until someone says yes, then that's still consent. We believe that if we keep going, that's consent. If I just wear them down, that's consent. But really, that's not consent. Two consenting adults should be excited, especially when it comes to sex, because sex is supposed to be fun. And this is a tough one, because when you're growing up and hormones are everywhere, emotions are everywhere, and you don't really understand these things yet. 
we're still developing and our frontal lobes are still developing. And guess what? Your frontal lobe is your logic center. So without that, sometimes we make really stupid, rash decisions without the thought process behind it. As a teenager, it's not that abnormal for a teenager to keep pushing so that they get what they want. The thing is, this creates no win-win. This actually creates a loss-loss because both parties are losing. Even though one feels like they're winning, now their perception of what real healthy sex lives are supposed to be is lost in that moment. Because if I just keep trying, if I just keep pushing, then my partner will say yes. This behavior can be so great in so many aspects of life, just not in this arena. When we push with our partner like this, it becomes extremely destructive. Because in the end, the partner that was worn down and said yes in the end, often feels shameful, guilty, questioning, bad about themselves, doesn't understand why they did what they did, or they have a completely mis they have a complete misconception around what is a respectful partner. And a good partner on both sides, regardless of whether it's male or female, will always respect their partner's decision to say yes or no. And that they're never that there isn't shame wrapped around that yes or no, or there isn't guilt wrapped around that yes or no. This is where exuberant consent comes in. So if both parties are excited about what's about to go down, then by all means, everybody wins. There is no shame, no guilt, no feeling of responsibility or obligation to do something other than a responsibility to self. So self says, yes, I am absolutely in on this. I can't wait. This is going to be fun. It's going to be whatever. It's going to be whatever I want it to be, or hopefully whatever I want it to be. But it's something I agree to full heartedly. My body says yes, and my mind says yes. And your body and your mind says yes. So I have to ask, why aren't we teaching this in school? We talk about consent in our sex ed, if I could call it that, but we talk about consent there. Why are we not talking about exuberant consent? The consent where everybody's excited or everybody's in, not the consent that just means yes. And what does that mean when someone's drinking? This is a question that actually came up or a conversation I had with someone very recently about what that means when someone's drunk. So if someone's drunk and says yes, how drunk? Where's the line? Where's the line before you say, okay, you're too drunk to make that decision on your own? Because there should be. <laughs> because at some point that person's too drunk and they're not being level-headed or clear and all rationale is out the window. So at what point do we say that that's exuberant consent? And I don't know about you, but I have had moments in my early 20s where I was blackout drunk Actually, probably only a couple times in my early 20s, I was blackout drunk. But earlier, when I first, first started drinking, I had moments of blackout drunk. And 
whatever was done in those moments of blackout drunk is that consensual because I don't remember a damn thing. I could have walked all over and said many things and done many things and not been aware of my own actions. So where is the consent in that? And these are things we have to teach our kids. As much as sex can be fun and exciting and exploratory, and it is. Where's the line into the areas of non-consent? These are factors that have to be taught because we don't, we don't really talk about them. And when I look at what's all over the news and you hear people's opinions on this of, oh, they were just drunk. Oh, he was just sowing his seeds. Oh, she asked for it. None of that comes into play when there's true consent. When there's true consent, it wouldn't be a question of whether or not that was acceptable behavior. And we wouldn't have this Me Too movement going on. I don't care if you're a female or a male. At no point is it right for anybody to impose their consent on you. Then at no point is it okay for you to do that to somebody else. When we think about respecting our partners... We know that sex is fun and absolutely in the best interest of both parties. And they agree on all of it. And throughout the series, we speak about all the different fun things you can do with sex. And it's consensual all the way through. If I want to try that, I'm going to say yes. If I don't want to try that, I'm going to say no. And I need to feel safe and okay and not shameful And not worried about what my partner is going to say if I say no. Or vice versa. Communication is key when it comes to sex or anything with a relationship really. But it's very important in the bedroom. And if we can't feel free to be honest with our partners, that's not winning ever. So my goal with today's conversation around consent is one, we teach these new generations what real consent is and how to have good communication skills when they are speaking with their partners and especially when they're speaking with their partners in the bedroom. And secondly, that we do this too. This is one of the most beautiful ways that we get to explore, have fun, really discover ourselves And it should be exciting and it should be passionate and it should be truly connected with whoever we're with. Consent needs to be given at all times. And if at some point in the bedroom, one partner wants to try something and the other doesn't, what do we do then? We communicate determining what steps happen next at each layer we expose ourselves to in the bedroom because honestly that's part of the fun too is being able to really try things that push us outside our boundaries and test new things and I want to always consider whether or not this has been my choice this is another thing about consent 
So do I make these choices for myself or have I been influenced by my choices? And we talk a lot about this in this series is about the influences that dictate what our choices are. So am I consensual or not consensual because, hey, I'd like to try that, but oh my God, I should be so ashamed of that because society says that's not okay. Or is it because I am truly saying, no, I don't want that because really, I just don't want that. How much do we push ourselves outside our boundaries? This is another thing I have to question. And I know it's not really talking about consent, but it sort of is. It's consent to self. So when I am exploring or testing, or you are exploring or testing, are you drawing from what you really want to try or what you really want to do or what feels good or what doesn't feel good? Are you drawing those experiences through you or through something that you've been taught is good or not? Good and bad is a lens. We see things in life as good or bad through lenses not through the experience. The experience has nothing. It has no good or bad. We determine whether it's good or bad. So is it good or bad for you because you chose it? Or is it good or bad for you because society chose it? Your parents chose it. Your religion chose it. Your f- or your faith chose it. Or your friend said, hey, that's totally wrong. Or that's so dirty. Or who determines slut? That term just makes me laugh. Honestly, who determines a slut? Again, that's a societal view or it was an external view. Someone who explores their sexuality and explores themselves doesn't make them a slut. And I find it really funny that it's gender specific. Why is a woman a slut, but a guy's a hero? I think this is evolving. I think we're seeing changes to this and the terminology and definitions around exploration when it comes to sexuality, gender-wise. How open are we to being ourselves? Sex is just one of the ways we do it. We are here to be us. We are here to honor us and honor those around us too. have respect, be able to communicate. Communication provides trust within any relationship. And it provides a lot of trust within an intimate relationship. Have good communication skills. Be willing to have honorable discussions around consent, around why we choose yes or no, if that's something you want to explore. Ask yourself the harder questions. If you want to do something, do it. If you don't, don't. And never feel afraid, ashamed, or guilty of those choices. Such a somber, (laughs) such a somber podcast this one is but it isn't it's really important for us to really get excited about sex because honestly sex is fun and it should be fun and you should explore and have a great time in the things that you choose to do I'm positive this episode is before the one where we actually talk about some really fun exploratory ideas which I'm recording today it's an interview that's coming up 
with a sex therapist that I'm, I love her. She's amazing. And she has such incredible insight. And we have very fascinating conversations around the things that you want to try and explore. And how we want to do this from a absolutely free place within ourselves, where there is no limitations to what we are willing to try because we want to, not because we feel forced to, or not because we feel beaten down, or not because, only because we want to try it. So that one's coming up. And that one actually is all about BDSM. There are many, many misconceptions around what that means. And we're going to clarify some of that. And we're going to show you in that episode just what it means to expand your horizons when it comes to ideas around sex and play in the bedroom. So I'm very much looking forward to giving you that particular episode. Uh, Really, honestly, this whole series has been fun. And I may just have to keep bringing in episodes on sex because honestly, it's just fun. (laughs) We'll see. I could talk about sex all day long. (laughs) Did I just say that on air? Whoops. Inside thought. Inside thought. All right, peeps. Until next episode, and I can't tell you which one because I'm not sure how these are all laying out yet. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this gives you some really good juicy thoughts to think on when it comes to consent and the way that we discuss it with others and the way that we share it with our partners. So you know the drill. Go check out fearitgoes.com. That's right. Go check us out at fearitgoes.com and see what we're up to. Should I actually do a course on sex? I wonder. Or maybe I'll just pair up with our lovely sex therapist And uh, I might actually just link her. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to link her as an affiliate on my site. We know she offers a lot when it comes to reshaping and reestablishing a healthy concept around sex, around trauma, and how to release those things so you can come into the bedroom fully you and willing to participate as fully you which is honestly the way it should be. I would love to hear how you are enjoying this series. I would love to hear about any comments that you have on the series. Go to fearitgoes.com forward slash podcast. And at the bottom, you'll see a section for comments or shoot me a quick email over at info at fearitgoes.com and send me some ideas. If you have ideas for upcoming episodes, because you have an amazing story that needs to be shared, because you have an incredible experience that you've overcome in your life, and you want to share that with the rest of the viewers, or because you have a really neat idea, I am always open. I am going to do a podcast. I think I've talked about this before, but I'm not totally sure. One will be on tattoos because I have a tattoo it's not finished it seems and I will finish that and then do the mirror image on the front like it's burned through that will actually be an episode all around tattoos why people do them um, why we mark our bodies should we mark our bodies that kind of thing the exciting world of tattoos or not and there will be an episode also on skydiving so I have been afraid of heights since I was young And I'm still quite afraid of heights. And this is why I want to jump out of a plane. 
the concept of jumping out of a plane at 15,000 feet in the air is exciting and terrifying all at once. And I think it's something that should be shared about us pushing ourselves very far sometimes out of our comfort zones to be able to grow. And honestly, who needs to be afraid of anything? And why are we afraid of things? I want to help you expand your boundaries and push on your comfort zones to the point where your comfort zones become blurry, that you're willing to really live your life to the fullest. That's what we're here for, to really live our lives and to be the most amazing people we can be. And trust me, inside your comfort zone, you're not being your most amazing person. So go out and be your most amazing person. Leave us five stars because you love us and because we're amazing people over at Fair It Goes. And seriously, drop me a line if you have some ideas for some episodes or you have an incredible story that needs to be shared. I would love that. So until next week, my beautiful souls, have an absolutely extraordinary week. <laughs>